Okay, um, so uh, you guys go in and you actually find um, the uh, find Duvessa Shane uh, standing next to Markham Southwell, more or less as you said, Arash. You see that uh, Duvessa Shane um, looks, she has her arm in a sling. She looks like she did not escape the attack unscathed either. Um, and as uh, she sees you and there's two guards behind her, she uh, nods at you considerably less officiously than the first time you guys came in before the attack actually happened. And she says, Welcome. I understand from Markham that you are partly to thank for the fact that our city has not been completely destroyed. Try our best. And uh, she looks at all of you and she says, I appreciate it. These are suspicious times, you must understand. We cannot always be sure who it is to trust. And she kind of looks meaningfully up at the staircase, you know, and it's one of those staircases you could see up all the levels, right? And so up at the staircase, like, past the second level is just, it just blocked off. You know, you just see darkness above that spot. And so she kind of looks up there and says, um, we certainly did not see this sort of thing coming. And she says, um, uh, I would love to be able to speak to you if you have a few moments. Yes, please. And she um, points her way out to a few chairs that are sitting in front of the desk. As we're as we're sitting, I like nod to her arm. You said her arm was in a sling, right? Uh, yes. So how's how are you holding up? How's your arm? And she says, "That is a mere trifle. I imagine that it will heal given some time." Markham here wants me to go to the houses of healing straight away. And of course, I said no. It's not the time for it. And you can tell that Markham sort of has his mouth set in the line that says, I've already had this argument and she's wrong, but she's the boss, so whatever. You know, like, mm. um, and uh, she says, um, it's no worse than any of what you encountered. And she looks at you and she says, I understand that for you, you came much closer to passing on than I did. Aye. If it weren't for the help of my friends here, I would, uh, I would be singing in Tempest's hallowed halls right now. And she says, it is good to be able to have friends. And it's about that that I wish to talk to you. Um, not just friends, but family. I know that you came here originally to tell our sheriff of the loss of his sister. Um, but you also came, we're told, from a city that came under attack. This is not the only one that we've heard this from. Reports from Golden Fields, from Tribor, and from Nightstone, along with us, all indicate that these attacks are happening simultaneously. Every city that we've heard from the giants are attacking. We do not know why, but this is not the way that the giants normally behave. Yes, we've encountered dragons before. In fact, there are legends of parties that have dealt with that subject. Perhaps war-forged creatures that helped try to stand back the dragons. But giants, that is an entirely different matter. We cannot think why it has happened, or what we have done to incur the wrath of those who are. But I think that I may have some information and perhaps a way for you to gather more of it. And um, she uh, she pulls out, she takes a piece of paper that she's got on her desk, and she um, pushes it across to you. And she says, have you heard of that? I look at the piece mm-hmm. of paper. So something is written on it. Yes, it looks to be a um, it looks to be a letter that is being uh, sent to the captain of a ship called the Dancing Wave. Now, um, if uh, you want to see if you've heard about the Dancing Wave, I'll take a history check from anyone oh. to see if you've heard of it. I'll roll on that, because why not? Uh, yeah, why not? I'll give Ooh, it a shot. Ooh, hello, crit! Wapow. 
you know everything. You're like, I know all dancings and waves. <laughs> ships are mine. Yeah, yeah I, think we, I think we all successfully I know everything on. about the ship from I, the second the first plank was yeah. laid. <laughs> I have this image of all three of you just nodding at the same time. Very oh, assured. Yeah, that oh, yeah. yeah. So sure. you guys, uh, so you guys we know. Tell you. Oh, the dancing wave. Yes, you have heard of this story. You know of, of this ship. The Dancing Wave is famous for being a ship which uh, is a cargo ship that does some of the most dangerous travel journeys. It basically transports up and down the Sword Coast. Um, it is well known for having escaped numerous scrapes with privateers and pirates and buccaneers who would like some of its rich cargo. And its crew is specially chosen and selected by uh, those who hire it at a very expensive price, by the way, specifically so that they can get stuff from one place to the other. It's the armored car of of, uh, d you know, Dungeons and Dragons, okay, <laughs> of the Sword Coast. Um, and she says, and so you know that this thing is a, it's a badass ship, basically. Um, and uh, she says, now, what you may not know is that the person responsible for essentially sending this ship out on various missions and um, arranging various trade routes is someone I know very well. In fact, it is my aunt. Her name is Inerva Coldwater. She lives in Waterdeep, and it's her responsibility to handle this ship. But that's the problem. And then she um, pushes over another letter, um, which is signed from Inerva Coldwater to her. And she says, Several days ago, I received this letter. It tells me that the dancing wave has gone missing, and is several weeks overdue. It was transporting goods from Luskin to Waterdeep when it disappeared. And rumor has it, that Neverwinter privateers aboard a ship called the Moon Maiden sighted floating debris while traveling south to Waterdeep. If it's true that this ship has somehow been captured or destroyed, it means that we are in very, very serious danger. Either it means that the giants have found a way to destroy ships on the water, or that someone else has found ways to perhaps take advantage of the confusion and use that moment to attack ships that were previously considered to be impregnable. The reason it matters to us is that it matters to my aunt. And my aunt tells me that if we begin to lose ships like this, we begin to lose trade routes like this, Waterdeep will have to consider shutting down trade routes with all the ten towns. This would be disastrous. We rely on those trade routes, especially now. If no one comes to aid us, if no one will come to give us supplies to rebuild what has been destroyed here, then we are at the mercy of anyone who comes next. And as I think we've proven, there will be those who will come to us next. I know you have other things you must do, but I would appeal to you. You must find out what happened to this ship. Convince them in Waterdeep that we are not a dangerous risk, that they must keep the trade routes open. If they do not, we will have no economic strength left. And if we don't have that, and don't have supplies or resources, then this town is already dead. <clears throat> but what could we say to convince them? And she says, I think the first thing would be to gather information about it. Perhaps if you can find out what happened. Perhaps if it's totally unrelated to the giants. Or perhaps if you manage to find the ship itself. In any of those circumstances, certainly Waterdeep would be relieved. And then we could take, uh, they could make arrangements to make sure that the ship was kept safe. And the trade routes would remain open. Especially if they felt that the ones who found out the ship were special envoys of Bryn Shander. And with that, she pushes aside, pushes across three more what look like almost, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, copper and gold, um, some kind of stylized what looks like a bee, 
Um, and she pushes them over to each of you and she says, Envoys of Bryn Shander, which is what I would intend to make you. If you can do this, you will be one of us, deputized with the authority of our town to speak for us. We believe that you will be capable of doing this and that perhaps with your help we'll be able to keep those trade routes open. So you just want to know what happened to the ship, right? No. Yes, and to be able to find information if need be. Um, if you can find out what happened to the ship, yes. If you can find the ship itself, even better. And perhaps if you could track down those who served on this privateer ship that allegedly saw the uh, route that saw this floating debris. His ship, remember, was called the Moon Maiden. Perhaps you could gather some information from him as well. But I certainly cannot send any agents from here. The only reason I'm doing sending you is because you came to us from outside of the town. And for the moment, the giant threat seems to be at least somewhat reduced. And in the meantime, well, perhaps we... I have other things to consider, economic considerations. My aunt simply wrote me this letter to tell me that it was unlikely that they'd be able to continue to maintain the trade routes with us. And uh, without her being related to me, I probably wouldn't even have that information. Could I talk to <clears throat> Greta quietly? Sure. So, we're already going to Waterdeep anyway. And if that's the place where we can find information like this, I don't see any problem in us asking questions at the very least. But I have a fear that if we find out that giants did sink the ship, the people here in Brinchanda are going to try and cover it up to keep the trade routes open. So I think if we do do this, we have to be as honest and forthcoming with all the information as possible. I'm always in favor of being honest. Um, I know, and I want. I, I, I think we should help people because I, I think this is an important trade route. But I also don't want to. I don't want to do anything dishonest. I certainly don't want to do anything that would cross your your moral code. I very very much appreciate that the worry that i do have right now is whether we can do all of the things that we that we're trying to do here because i would i would not want to promise somebody help and then just not have the time to get to their issues and i kind of i'll, I'll kind of laugh and uh just loud enough for, for people to hear so tap gretel on the shoulder <laughs> we're heroes come on that's what we do of course we'll have time I look, I look over to Celtic, and I look to um, Duvessa Chain, and I said, I think this is a, this is a very huge responsibility, and we need, we also have other, very important issues that we need to turn to. So we need, we need to talk about this, my 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 companions and I, and then make a decision and come back to you. And she says, um. I- I understand, of course, but I would ask that you not take very long to decide. Um, I don't believe that they will, in fact, probably have already made the decision to remove these trade routes, and I would like to be able to convince them to think differently as fast as possible. And uh, Markham, uh, with his arms crossed behind her, says, there's also another matter, if you would consider it. And he kind of looks at uh, looks at all of you. And he says, um... I barely stifle an eye roll. <laughs> <clears throat> I've spoken to you briefly about this already, Urash. We have no right to ask more of you, and yet, there it is. In strange times, we must rely on strangers for our assistance, and you have been as good to us thus far as any we could have hoped for. The problem that I refer to relies to the defense of this town. We don't have any, 
and uh, Devessa kind of shakes her head um, but doesn't say anything and he says we've lost many of our defenders already and those that are left are spread far too thin to be able to defend these walls and that's what leaves me to you I think if perhaps you would be willing to do it that there is a place from which some of these attacks may be coming if you could find where that place is even if it were close by the town you might be able to prevent more attacks from coming to us and to do so would be of great benefit and Duvesta says of course none of that will matter Markham if we don't have any economic power left to do anything with it and Markham says that is true first speaker what is also true is that economic goods will do nothing if we have no buildings or people left to enjoy them and he kind of looks back at all of you he says, you can see that the first speaker and I have somewhat of a disagreement on this score. Can you point out on a map where you think this place might be? And uh, he does. So he, um, so next to the eastern side, and let's see if I can actually pull it up here. Um, so if you guys are looking here at roll 20, mm-hmm. this is the famous, it's not on this map, but... Um, but <laughs> off here, basically to the east, um, is, uh, the, as I think I mentioned to you, this is set up on a, on a hill, right? And the hill kind of slopes down. Um, yep. And as the hill slopes down, it moves closer and closer to um, rivers and, you know, lakes and things like that that eventually lead back out into the Sea of Storms and uh, past into the Sword Coast. Um, and so uh, the east is where um, Drufi was running in the first place, you might remember. Um, when you manage to catch her and take her down. And so the assumption that he basically tells you is that they're somewhere down there, that the attacks might be coming from some there because the deployment of these siege weapons more or less happened, like if you're looking here, like up near the north gate, up near uh, the eastern gate, as I already mentioned before, and then Mm. near the southern gate, uh, sorry, the southwest gate, but they never actually came from the western side. Like, they could see some of the siege engines being rolled up from the eastern side and things like that, uh, scouts were later able to tell them, which indicates that, you know, these machines came from the east. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 the best lead that he has to go on, um, is his belief of it. I think... I'm, I'm not. I'm not speaking for my companions here. I think this is another one of those things that we'll need to discuss. There's a. There's a few things we need to do sooner rather than later, and I think juggling a lot of this stuff is going to be quite sensitive. Yeah. I, I. There is something understand. of a time issue here. In, yes. I understand, and I understand that in all likelihood you won't be able to do everything. Um, <laughs> I just ask that you do as much as you possibly can to help, and whether it is helping Duvesa with her moneyed interests, or whether it is helping us with the more physical concerns, certainly both of them would help our town greatly. And Duvesa nods and says, On that we are in agreement. I cannot force you to take any one of them. I recommend the economic route. Markham recommends the more physical danger. Um, Either one of them probably has its own place. But whatever you do, it must be done sooner rather than later, I think. Okay, let's, um... Could we get a room for ourselves to to talk? Certainly. And uh, she says, um, well, that is to say, and she kind of looks sheepishly around at, you know, kind of the semi usually like, you can tell that there's like soldiers that are in several rooms here already that normally wouldn't mm-hmm. be there, you know, like they see like, like there's some cots, some makeshift cots that have been set out. And she yeah. says, okay. but we Maybe do we have... Maybe just go outside. And she, she sort of <laughs> nods and she says, 
Thank you. I, I wish we had some somewhat better accommodations. Um, but yes, right outside. In fact, there is a, a small um, house right across the way, um, currently uh, that's used to stable animals. But there's no one in there at the moment. I don't believe uh, you could use that temporarily. No one will disturb you. I promise. While you're in there. Okay. Uh, we will be back latest in a few hours' time. We just really need to see how what we can do and how spread we can, uh, thin we can spread ourselves here. Okay. All right. Um, as we're as we're leaving, could I grab Markham Southwell for a second? Sure. Uh, you could. Well, sort of. You you can. You're gonna have to say, "Could I speak to you privately?" Like he's not gonna be. He's not. Yeah. yeah. I will. I will ask him if I can speak to him privately for a moment. Okay. So he he nods, and Duvessa kind of. Shoots oh, as a glance. privately as we can make it. Right. Uh, Duvessa shoots kind of a glance at him, but doesn't say anything, and so you guys are able to head off to one corner of the room where it seems relatively quiet. So, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Has there been any reports or mentions of a suspicious woman in town recently? Maybe over the last day or so, couple of days? And he sort of furrows his brow. Suspicious woman? Mm, no, but Bryn Shander takes more than, its, uh, more than its share of nomads, especially now with these attacks happening at towns around us. We've had a good influx of refugees as of late. Maybe that will change now that our own attacks have occurred. But no, I know of no one in particular. But I've been rather busy myself focusing on the defense of the town, of course. Is there anyone else who, who may know about the, the general comings and goings of, of nomads and travelers in the town? He narrows his eyes and he says, Well, the best place almost always to find out information about any town doesn't come from its soldiery or its barracks or its houses of healing. It almost always comes from a place that everyone can agree is the most comfortable environment they can find. <laughs> Any sort of... The inn. Indeed. Inns and taverns would be your best yeah. bet. There are several of them, but I know one of the most busy is at the northern side of the market district called the Honest Thief. That's one place I could recommend as a possible option. But again, I have no inside information there. It's simply where I would go myself. All right. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure, and as you turn away, he puts a hand on your shoulder, he says, I thank you again for everything you've done. Trust me, I would not ask for more if I didn't feel the need was urgent. But you must do as your conscience directs. Thank you. And uh, he lets you go. And, uh, okay, you guys are able to go across to a uh, stable. Um, and uh, as you walk in, by the way, uh, Celsic, the um, guards, I should have said, and uh, everyone as you walk in and out look, are looking very curiously at your, like, spectacular outfit, you know. Um, and uh, as you go in, you actually see the light, like, lighting the inside of this stable, like, you know, like, just like disco, you know. It's, like, it's really, it's really dramatic. Um, and you walk in um, to the place and uh, the uh, guards. And as you walk in, actually, uh, all of you please make an insight check for me. Uh, well, okay. not insight, perception. All three of you, please, um, as you're walking by the two guards who are on the outside of this little stable that you're going into. Well. Okay. Is that a six originally? That's, or a, that, that's a six, okay. yeah. Okay, Celsius got a seven. Come on, Gry. Come on, Gry. This smells of animals. Yes. Uh, so you guys are like, <laughs> yeah, you're a like, building. a stable, yeah. Um, but uh, Greta, this you building notice, looks stable. You notice oh. as you walk past the two guards... Um, that both guards seem to be regarding you with some interest. Me? You're, not you specifically, the party. Um, oh, regarding okay. the party with some interest. I.e., they sort of, you know, their gaze lingers upon the three of you as you walk past. Okay, well, I can understand that. <sighs> yep. 
so we walk inside, I guess. Yes, there is. Yeah. Uh, there is definitely the smell of the animals have definitely been here in the recent past, <laughs> um, yeah. and there's a lot of straw. It's not very, uh, not very, you know, yeah. dramatic and like beautiful, but it is definitely quiet. It seems to be. So, I think I'll take okay. this opportunity to change my clothes. That's what I wanted to say. Okay. Please do <laughs> so. Yeah, that, yeah, Dad, just cool. go there where the horse box thing is and do your yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll Come just on, step behind you. a convenient partition. It's getting uh, to the Selsing, afternoon. You're a little per- difficult to look at. <laughs> make a perception <laughs> check as you do, Selsing. Oh, God. <laughs> Urash, you, you two... You, 15. You, is, is, okay, yeah. you narrowly avoid stepping right into the midst of one of the gifts left for you by the animals that <laughs> occupy this place. <laughs> I haven't enough poop-related incidents to last me one campaign. You're fine, though. <laughs> okay. So just before we, we start discussing this, I asked um, Markham in private, basically, um, if he'd have heard of any uh, travellers or anyone like that who were acting suspicious who also happened to be female, um, based on what Ernesto had said to me at the uh, at the tailors. Um, and he can't... Uh, he can't think of anything, but he is obviously a busy man. But he did say that we should probably visit the Honest Thief. Now, if we can, I'd like to visit the Honest Thief. Firstly, so I can get a bloody drink in me. And secondly, so that I can at least try and find out who the hell is giving my description now. Because, and I motioned to myself, I'm not, not I'm not your run-of-the-mill traveller, you know? It, this is a pretty specific description to be throwing around with, to people. So i just yeah. kind of like to try and find out who is actually giving this out. Also, why does why does this person want you to go to the Great Ball? Right, uh, exactly, exactly. Now, I mean, this, not so look a good person in the mouth, but yeah. you know, this seems a little too like suspiciously on the nose. Not you know? to belabor saying... the point, we've only got two days to get there. Yeah, I don't know if it will take that long on uh, the Wizard's Tower, um, and this is what obviously what we wanted to talk about. But I think we should at least. I think there's no harm. I said to Greta earlier, so I'll say there's no harm in at least trying to. Um, uh, ask questions in Waterdeep, uh, especially about the boat, because we can mm. probably do that after the ball. Um, because I we assume can, we're going to be during the ball, for a even. Bit, or even we can achieve the, the most good in Waterdeep. We can kill two birds with one stone, or at least attempt. To. Without a doubt, without a doubt. My concern is what Markham said about the giants and what he said about the uh, the giants' lair, essentially, or stronghold being to the east. Now, if they do have siege weapons, the town isn't in a great position, and especially if they notice that a giant wizard's tower just flies off into the distance all of a sudden, they're going to know something's up. And if they get another Druphy or they get another second wind and they come and attack again, I'm, I'm genuinely concerned about the physical threat to the town. My suggestion... And I'm not the greatest tactician, is to get Zephyros duh, 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 to <laughs> kind of take us east a bit. If he could tell us how long it would take us to get to Waterdeep, that would be yeah. ideal. And if he says exactly two days, then we're a bit stuck. But if yeah. he takes us, and I'm not, I'm not great at geography either. If he takes us east a bit, and we can see whatever we can see, and I say we spend like a third of a day or morning ish. Um, sort of looking around in the eastern area to see if we can find anything. If we can't find anything, then we go to Waterdeep and there is nothing we can do. And, and these people are just going to have to defend themselves. See what we can do. They could all be in a weakened state. We could take some... We could scare them off. We could help the town in some way. I don't know. I mean, we granted, could we could... We could siege weapons on fire. There you go. We could at least delay them so that their forces are weakened enough so that Brinchander could take them out, or their forces are weakened enough so that when Brinchander gets their reinforcements, they're not going to be as much of a threat. As my father used to say, 
Uh, not a lot because I never knew him. But <laughs> people who as my father used, used to, to say, "See you later." Yeah. <laughs> oh damn! But as the people who you raised me used to say, you can do one job well, but you won't do two jobs well at well, the same exactly. time. I, I don't think we're going to do these jobs well, but the, the fact that we I, have to get to Waterdeep in a couple of days, I, I am firmly on going to Waterdeep. I don't know. So am I. So am I. I'm firmly on going to Waterdeep. A giant. Never mind a giant slayer. No, no, I get that. Um, totally. We need, like, we need a I'm bucket rubbing, to carry you around in these days. I'm rubbing, I'm rubbing like one of my only just healing scars. I'm just like, I know. Trust me, I know. Um, that's not that, that right now. That's believe not something me, I want I to do. I understand your code. I do understand. Uh, believe me. I would like to bring something else up. Yeah. We don't have an invitation for the ball. So if we arrive in Waterdeep only with a few hours left, what? we might be in trouble to get in there. What was the what was the guy's name? Quickly, out of character. <laughs> Uh, the, huh? the 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 what was the clan that Arash was mistook for? Oh, uh, Roaring Horns. Roaring Horns. I just I just turned to Greta and go, "What? Do you not recognise Lord Roaring Horn before you?" You you see this is this like some kind he's, of pain of desperation going through her face. He's got a, <laughs> he's got a good point. I mean, even if you know, I hear Waterdeep isn't the most reputable place you can see some less than reputable places in there we could probably get somebody to make us an invitation there are ways okay i'm not oh. saying they're honest but there are ways around this sort of stuff don't say to... that in front of the cleric la, 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 la. <laughs> yes la. i think greta you <laughs> should you literally do it the girl from Ipanema just guys Look, if we're going to be the ambassadors of well, Grimshender, we just can't do this thing, these Can things. I check, you know the, these fine clothes that I've been given? Uh-huh. Can I, I, I'm going to check the pockets to see if there's anything in them. Uh, so you check um, the left pocket, um, there's nothing, but in the right pocket, there's nothing. But in the interior pocket, um, you find a scroll of some kind. Squirrel! Un- unroll the squirrel. You find a squirrel. You unroll it, <laughs> and it attacks you. No, a scroll. Scroll. What is going on? Not a squirrel. Scroll. Okay. <clears throat> yes, exactly. I'm afraid I don't speak squirrel. It is a, it is a trained squirrel, and no. Uh, you find a scroll. Um, we want a It is, as you open it, it is a, an invitation um, to a celebratory party and ball being held at the estate of Lord Roaringhorn in Waterdeep in, as you look at the date, two days' time. Right, I'll hold the scroll out. Right, Is that's, it that's just then. for one? Uh, it doesn't specify people, number of people. It just, just says invitation. So it's not clear, right. it's not clear what that's presenting. for. <laughs> look at Gretchen, that's that's presenting Lord Roaringhorn and guests. <laughs> Plus two, Lord Roaringhorn, his announcer, <laughs> and his personal hero. And entourage. <laughs> yes. This, Greta Beams, see, you don't always have to go the dishonest way. Sometimes you just get provided for. Tempest provides, there you go. <laughs> I just lean over to Greta and go, you know he's not Lord Roaringhorn, right? Because I can never resist. <laughs> well, apparently like he that. is n- Apparently he is now. Maybe he the is Lord Roigard. It's like Urash's backstory. Yeah, like, I'm just like right now. Urash is just sort of like, wait, am I Lord Roigard? <laughs> I, 
I kind of love the mental loops Greta's doing. The scroll says he is, so he I am a lord. This is permitted. I realized. <laughs> well, I grew up near a castle. Yeah, but you I see, like, you, you see, like, castle. like, slight desperation, like, gleaming in her eye, like, please, 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 don't make this <sighs> hard on me. Oh, God. Am I a lord? I don't remember oh, being. Man. I remember cutting wood for Wait, my tribe. I don't remember being a lord. I, if I understand it, the Roaring Horns are just like a big group of people. And they're a family, yeah, yeah. They're they're a large family. I think they're right? more like like a very large family. Right. Yeah, Le yeah, very. It's large one of those. Family. I get the impression that the Roaring Horns are like those families, um, <laughs> like most families in in mythical kind of medieval stories, where it's like, oh, you're Lord Roaring Horn. I don't recognize you. Oh, well, I'm from the other side of the Roaring Horns. Yeah. You won't you won't recognize me. We've never Fifth met. removed on the Great Aunt's side. Look, you're yeah. from as, the smothered I, smothered as, stack, as, not the yeah, Roaring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I see it, somebody recognized Rush as Lord Roaring Horn. Right. Yes. And yep, it's somebody who's right. willing to spend money on that and get that's, him an invitation. No, so no, it kind of must be is, true. And we just move with this, okay? This, and I'm holding up the the invitation. This is what I'm talking about. This is not me, and I'm reasonably certain <laughs> there is. No, 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 Are no. you sure it's not you? You have <laughs> taken a lot of hits to the head. Not fully. <laughs> I'm like, this is just it. I don't think, I don't think there is a Lord Roaring Horn that looks like me. I think no, someone is, is setting one. us up. No, no, I think somebody is setting us up. This isn't dishonest if I'm not pretending to be someone who doesn't exist. If I'm pretending to be someone who doesn't exist. God, I'm confusing myself now. <laughs> you people I need to be more morally flexible. I don't <laughs> think this yourselves. person... I of don't course. think this person exists. That's what I want to find out here before we leave. Whoever set this little situation up for us, for me, I need to find out who it is. Because if they're going to be at the ball and about to stab me in the back, whilst I'm pretending to be this Lord Roaring Horn, or just be a Lord Roaring Horn for the evening, I at least want to know what my killer looks like. I don't think that's how killing or assassination works. Um, I look at Celtic. <laughs> I was about to say I whistled innocently, like I wasn't paying attention. Okay, okay. Things. So, so I'd I'd like to go to the uh, honest thief. You do that. Yes. I okay. Will, cool. I, will, I will see if I find oh. one of the boulders that were thrown on the town, and okay. maybe get maybe get somebody who's uh who knows a bit about the stone formations here. So by looking at the boulder, if the boulders were brought here, and I would guess so because you don't find the proper size boulders for your average siege engine just lying around everywhere. So I guess the the giants will have brought the boulders with them. Maybe by looking at the boulders, we can we can somehow narrow down where they came from, and that mm. would give us a hint. On where to look at them for them in the east if they are really good in idea. the east. Good idea. If you can narrow down, you know, it's from this mountain and not this mountain, that sort of thing, then that, that can at least give us some okay. some direction. Now so, we are obviously short on time. So, so you, you 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 go through the you look for your Lord Maker yep. and um Lord Maker, I, like it. <laughs> I go I go to I go look for um at boulders and I think Celsic also has stuff to do. What is was... that thing you have to do, Celtic? <laughs> I was actually going to take a <laughs> break like... from gently torturing what? Greta and go with Arash for a change. Okay, we'll get our buddy comedy cool. back on this, back on track. <laughs> Greta, are you looking at the stone on top of the first speaker's house? No, that seems to be too dangerous. But they threw several boulders at the city, so I will, I will ask um, Elric or somebody else where they must know where the damage happened. So I will ask okay. them where, where other stone um, um, boulders are, and if somebody here knows about the stone formations close to the city. Okay, cool. So Would you be to able to tell the first speaker that we will have a chat in Waterdeep 
about the boat because I assume we're gonna we're gonna do yeah. that. Yeah. Thing is, do you really want to be ambassadors? Because I really, really wow. think that ambassadors should be honorable. Yeah, honorable. <laughs> you don't know many ambassadors. <laughs> you know, you know one. <laughs> Gleek is yeah. a very honorable whatever. <laughs> Who is more honorable than Gleek? I mean, yeah. So, um, I don't think we can take it to Waterdeep, though. In that capacity, whilst we're asking questions about that boat specifically, then we can say we are ambassadors. You know, whilst we're doing possibly less honorable things like sneaking into a party and trying to find out information about families that don't concern us, we could probably, you know, put those ambassadorial pins in our back pocket for a little bit. But we're still ambassadors. We just don't great like, good. flaunt it. Yes, yeah, we don't. We don't advertise it. We, we uh, could be part. We don't like to talk. We could about be off it. the yeah. clock. Yeah, we don't like. We're ambassadors. Yeah, we, don't we, like we, we can't work all the time anyway. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah so the, the party. We are not officially ambassadors. We are just three adventurers accompanying Lord Roaring. <laughs> I've got the name. Where did I write it? Horn. Roaring, Roaring, Horn. Roaring Horn. This is going to be a sticking point. Ye- yelling stick. I didn't write it. Saber. Yelling, yelling stick. Yelling stick. <laughs> Lord Roaring Orc. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you two realize that I might not be going to the party with you, right? That's fine. We can sort that out later. But thou yeah. must! Hmm? But I thou don't... must! No! Uh, you can't just... You know, my god clothes are my cleric robes, and I don't think that's appropriate for any party. You, I mean, that fur that I'm, they I'm, gave you... I was also told in the past that I can be quite a party pooper, so we, we'll just have to see about this. Um, So, we just... I'll go talk to the first speaker, get information for boulders, and tell them we're ambassadors. And you do, you two, you do your your other things that I don't necessarily need to know the details about. Okay. And we're off. Okay. Okay. Cool. Let's okay. let's pick this up one at a time, um, and I think we'll be able to address some of these. Uh, we're closing in almost on the end, not quite, but in a couple of minutes here, um, because uh, Chrono Wolf is here. So that's uh, we'll be up at the top of the hour in just a minute. So uh, let's start with you, Greta. Um, Greta, you uh, when you guys leave, you sort of break off to talk to the guards about um, the boulders. And they do indicate, if you look at that map, you see where these three, those red X's were. Those are where some mm-hmm. of the attacks happened. Um, and you were actually not that far from one of those attacks um so you could actually go there you could also go here um that i just pinged uh one of those three spots you could go fairly easily to find if there's stuff that is the kind that you're looking for there but i want to go to the first speaker's house first because she must be like really anxious about what we're deciding to do okay so i want to fill her in on that and get our ambassador pins and everything okay and ask if somebody if she can give me somebody to accompany me so that we can have a look at the boulders because I don't know about stones around here, right? Right. She sent right. So she sends one of her um, guards with her. She's very relieved, first of all, and is thankful, um, and says that you know we, the the town will reward you richly, etc. She's very very pleased with you. <coughs> Gives you the ambassador pins and then sends you on your way um, with a guard who brings you to uh, an area that is close to. Oops, I was trying to ping on roll 20. Uh, no, how about we do that? I'm, I mean, I was trying to ping on OBS, not roll 20. There we go. So um, you go over to there, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much, and you see there is one sort of smaller building which is essentially flattened, um, and the debris is lying uh, amidst the debris is a boulder which is lying on the ground. And you actually, if you look up, you can almost see where the boulder, like there's a, next to it is a house that had most of its roof stove, uh, you know, carved, caved in. And 
and then another one next to it which is slightly higher has its roof caved in almost as if like this is what the boulder took out as it was falling just like roof roof and then just mm -hmm. landed on this one um it was also closer to the eastern wall as well so it feels like there was greater force maybe that was being used here but the boulder is lying there amongst the debris there's certainly not much that you could uh get from the debris don't ever call me again ever who is this person calling <laughs> i don't want to hear calls okay um, but, uh, so there's none of that, but there is, uh, access to the boulder easily. Okay, then whoever's going to meet with me, we, we will go and look at the boulder. Okay. So when you look at the boulder, um, it seems to be, first of all, rough hewn. Uh, it looks like just sort of a rock or stone that was tracked down. It's, um, it does seem to be somewhat rounded, uh, so that it wasn't just, you know, it might've had like some parts, you know shaved off basically if there mm -hmm. was some such a way to do that to make it easier to throw um but as you're sort of looking around it go ahead and make um let's see what would this be let's say investigation because i don't think you have a stone cunning skill check there right you don't have a number under I stone do, cunning or do you uh i have stone cunning and then if i do make a history check i add double my proficiency bonus do that nice so um I'm not sure how to do this actually, so I will just roll um, so, roll history, and then we add the proficiency bonus again. Correct. Yep. There you go. Exactly. Okay, I'm rolling history as it is. Oh. Ah, ooh, and then we just add the proficiency bonus again. Okay. So let's see. So it means we got an eight, I believe, um, total, if I'm not mistaken. So mm. when you look at it. Um, it's it's hard to say exactly what material this is made of. What in the name of God? Stop calling me! Um, I have no idea who's calling me or why. Um, hold on, hold on a second. I'm sorry. This could be a Hello? sponge. <laughs> Just like this was that wrong. Hello? What was the name of the um the bartender? Is it the, uh, the, the minister? The minister, that was him. Yes. The minister. I'm looking forward to going to the bar. I'm looking forward to me trying to call Seppi without not getting his name right. Du, du, du. <laughs> It's a telemarketer, which normally I would get rid of, but it's the police association. So I'm like, mm. so I waited until they were done. And I'm like, right, right. So I can't just be like, go to hell and shut them off because it's the police. So instead, I just have to be like, uh, no, we're already committed to other things. Thank you. Never call me again. Um, bye bye. Sorry. Uh, the, the ARV is popular. Yeah, with the police association, apparently. Um, anyway. What um, is the police? Oh, I'm not yeah, I know. I know. Who knows? Anyway. They're doing funny stuff. Anyway, so. Um, where was I? Uh, yeah, so they, so you were, uh, looking at the stone. So, there's nothing very clear that you can tell about this other than that the rock has been shaped. It wasn't mm -hmm. just taken from something. Um, but it probably, from what you can tell, was a piece that they may have found a rock and then shaped it as opposed to ripping it off of the mountainside. In other words, mm -hmm. it was, you know, rough to begin with and taken. But in terms of where it's from, like east, west, no, that's not something you're able to tell very easily. Okay, I, I've i got somebody with me, right? Yes, you have a soldier with you, yeah. So, um, I, I just look at him and say, like, um, do you know this kind of stone? 
would you know where it could come from? Because this is not from close to the city, because you don't have this kind of rock lying around here. And he, shakes, any his, idea? he shakes his head and he says, No, miss, I'm afraid that everywhere around us is stone. You could get some of this from any of the mountainsides around here. I don't really have any special ideas as to where it might be from. I'm sorry. Um, would you, would there be some kind of like maybe a miners' association here in town who might? And he be sort able of help me? he thinks about it and he kind of he's like, well, I don't know about that. Um, perhaps um, well, the miners don't really we don't have any of those blacksmiths, of course. You could maybe talk to a few of the blacksmiths in town. They might be able to know where they've gotten some of their material from. Sometimes they deal with the miners. Mm. Um, mm. But uh, I know that a lot of the people who do come here end up spending time in a lot of inns. I can make that suggestion. But we don't really have any kind of place where we analyze rocks around here, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, some people find them boring, I know. Um, okay, I think I'll, at this point I would like to hand over to the other group. Okay, uh, let's switch over and do these last two. Uh, let me start with, let's see. Let me start with Selsig first. Um, so Selsig, you are uh, you were going up to the tavern? What, yeah, okay. I'm accompanying Urash. All right, so you're going, oh right, you and Urash together, that's right. Yes. So you guys are going up to the um, Honest Thief. Okay, so when yep. you enter the Honest Thief, of course, Urash has not been there before, I don't believe, but um, nope. certainly Selsig nope. has. Um, and the bar is as busy as always. Um, there are lots of people in here. I'm not going to do the sound effect for it right this second, but the <laughs> bar is, you know, people are sort of bustling about and doing things. Um, and uh, so they are in the midst of sort of talking to each other. Um, and as you uh, enter, no one seems to pay a special attention to you. Um, and you can go to the counter, do whatever you like. <clears throat> Definitely not a place to wear the outrageous money outfit. <laughs> right, which you've taken off, I believe you said. <laughs> yes, right, right? I have, yeah. Where is it, by the way? Is it in a bag? Do you have it, like... It's stored as carefully as I can in my pack. Okay. So, like, you know, carefully padded with other bits and pieces. Okay, sounds good. I walk up to the bar. This is exactly yep. the sort of place I need to be right now after everything <laughs> that's happened. I've had a near near death experience recently. Okay, so they uh, they offer many options. There is a goblin piss is one of the options. They've also mm. got um, mm. the guy. The guy stumbles over his words when he says the next part. It sounds like he was going to say um, orc blood, but then he's like, oh, oh, oh <laughs> blood. He says this is blood. I mean monster blood. I mean it's it's beer. It's beer. You'll like it. It's beer. <laughs> beer it's good beer um and then uh, they have a couple of wines as well but it's mostly those two beers and then some wine i'll grin a bit i'm just like i'll i'll have an aura monster blood please okay <laughs> and uh so he pours it out to you and he says um one for your friend as well uh, how's the tears of an angel today <laughs> and uh and as as he says that everybody stops and kind of looks tears of an angel and then they go back tears to what they're doing an and he's like um he's like it's always delicious. Calvin Klein. Yeah, they kind of like, <laughs> yeah, really, pretty much. I'll have me another one. I think I've got the taste room now. Okay. So oh, they, um, my, my Uro monster blood. Yes. Yeah, so they pour, <laughs> they pour it out. Um, the tears of an angel, I think is about twice as much as the, uh, orc blood thing. The orc blood thing is probably, um, let's say that that's a couple of silver maybe. Um, okay. and the tears of an angel is a single gold piece. It's, you know, the tears of an angel. Yes. Um, and as you guys are there sort of, um, you know, drinking and sort of chatting and thinking of what to do next, um, you, uh, suddenly hear someone behind you, uh, saying, Oi, friend, 
I was hoping we could speak to you about something. My hand starts to drift towards one of my throwing daggers. My hand is already on my hand. That's <laughs> in my waist. He says, there's no, need for, there's no need for that, my friends. We mean no harm to you. Okay. Right, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I turn I'll, around. Hands turn around. And tears of an angel in one hand. Okay, right. Yeah, exactly. Looking very dramatic, yeah. That's kind of why I'm doing it as well, actually. <laughs> yeah, so sort of like... So you guys turn around to see um, the two guards that had been standing outside the stable when you guys had first entered. Uh, you may remember there was that stable right mm -hmm, across, mm -hmm. um, and they're standing there. They have uh, thick cloaks over their armor, and you notice that um, they seem to be both human, but one of them, as um, he uh, you know, reaches up a hand, you notice his cloak hangs limp by his side. He has no left arm. And he holds up just his right hand to you, and he says, It's a pleasure to meet you at last, my friends, face to face. Uh, and he looks at both of them and he says, My name is Naramos, and this is Soralisa. And Soralisa kind of nods to you. Um, and uh, he says, We work for uh, the, uh, a government agency, you might say. We have some news for you, and we're going to need your help. You're the only one who can do it. And it's something that Bryn Shander doesn't need to know about. And with that, as you're looking at them, with the right hand held up, I think we are going to call it uh, an end of the session there. Mm -hmm.